What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outcome Coaching. My name is Brad. I hope you're having an awesome day, and I hope you're kicking ass. And I hope you're staying alive in that crazy world out there. I'll tell you, it's just nuts each and every day. But I'm still kicking here. I'm still doing my thing, and I'm still focused on you. You are my main, main audience I'm focused on and focused on helping you be able to move forward in life and to keep you focused on the task at hand. And that task is focused on your life, focused on the things that actually matter, focus on your internal environment, which is your heart, creating heart and brain coherence. Because everything in our external environment, it's always changing. It's always changing. And to change things in your life, no matter what it is, you can't change it in your external environment. In other words, if you look for things in your external environment, the world outside of us, you're not going to be able to change things because things are always changing in the outside world all the time. And the biggest thing why you can't change in the outside world is to change things in your life in the outside world is because you have no control of the outside world. You have no control of the external environment. So why focus on something you can't control instead of focusing on something that you can control? And you can control yourself. You can control your thoughts, your beliefs, your perceptions, your values, what you stand for, who you are. So instead, you got to focus on you. You got to focus on what's in your heart. Focus on connecting to you. Who are you? And when you shut the external environment off, everything in your outside world that's going on, you're going to be a lot better off. And when you focus on getting in touch with your heart and what it is you truly want, being grateful, creating gratitude. And meditation is a great way to do that. And I, I meditate each and every day. And it's something that has completely changed my life. So if you're someone who has not meditated or maybe you've tried it, I would definitely recommend sticking with it because it it's such a good technique. It's such a good thing to do, and uh, there's a lot of results on it. So today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about your story. So what is your story? Your story is something that, and by the way, we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to go over things in really specific detail because the story is something that relates to the problems that you are having in your life, why you cannot get past the pain, why you cannot move on or move forward with your life, why you are stuck in the position that you're in. And for a lot of us, why are we stuck in the position that we're in? Why can't we seem to move past it? And the story as I said before in a lot of my other podcasts and my videos, and uh, your story is your belief. Okay, your story is your belief. That's how I describe your story. But your story is also a lot of other things too. Mainly what your story is, is a story that you tell yourself as, uh, as to why you can't accomplish something or as to why you can't change something in your life. And you continue to tell yourself the same story over and over and over. So, um, and doing that, 
doing that, you're accepting, believing, and surrendering to those thoughts that you're thinking, to that story that you constantly tell yourself each and every day. You, believe it or not, your story is actually one of the main reasons why you might be stuck in the past or you might not be able to move on. And, I, and based on research, 50% of the story that we tell ourselves or, or we tell people and our story obviously relates to the past, our past experiences, something that has happened in the past, 50% of our story is a lie. It's not true. And this is actually based on research, scientific research, where they took a group of people and, you know, they, they had all, they ranged, their problems ranged from all different types of things. Uh, and the research came out where, when they were coached, 50% of their problems, of their story, was a lie. So, it, it's, it's very interesting. It, it's very, very interesting. So, I want to talk about something that... Uh, we're going to start with the first... We're going to start with the first step of the story. So, a lot of us with our story, we tend to... We tend to blame others. We tend to blame others or blame something for the reason of why we tell this story over and over and the reason why we can't change or the reason why we're in a mood that we're in or we're in the or we can't get rid of that past event. So what you want to do so in this we're gonna go over a lot of things. So basically the objective in this is to understand your memories in a, in a new way and overcoming the pain and overcoming the pain forever. Now that sounds pretty sweet, right? Now a lot of people say, oh yeah, you overcoming the pain forever. Okay, sure. But that's the thing. Here's the thing. This is where we live in a world where we are taught that, oh, we can't eliminate these problems or we just have to deal with it. And, and I know you can't see me right now, but as I'm talking, I'm, I'm, you know, holding up my uh, four fingers on both hands, like in quotations, deal with it. You know, that's what we've been taught by professionals, therapists. We have to deal with the problems that we have. We have to deal with what we're diagnosed with. And honestly, in this world and day and age, that is just the wrong information. I'm sorry, because out of all the people I've worked with and out of the coaches and professionals that I've seen help people, you don't have to deal with the problem. It's just that the people that are not getting that are not getting past their pain and not able to move on in life is because they're being taught the wrong information. And if you know anything about me, if those of you who are listening, uh, who are my regular audience, you know me, you know what I'm all about. Anybody that's new listening to this, I'm very raw. And I tell it like it is because we don't have a lot of truth in this world. And we can obviously see of what's going on right now with, with everything here in this year, 2020. So it, it's, it's crazy. And I am just brutally honest telling you the truth. And there are other ways than what we are taught on how to do things. There's more than one way on how to do things. Okay. And one of the main things as, as in my job as a coach is not just to help you, give you the tools and strategies to help you move move forward with your life and to help you um, succeed in and create that fulfillment, but is to open up 
is to open up your mind uh, and open up your mind and heart to possibilities because a lot of us are inflexible with things and we just see that one way we have to be we have to be open-minded and, and and think possibilities there are other ways of doing it not just what this professional says or what they say we just live in a western culture where it sad to say in this western culture we're taught one way on on everything oh medication is a way to take care of our problems i'm here to tell you it's not and it's a bunch of crap okay so the main thing here that we're going to go over the objective is understanding your memories in a new way and overcoming the pain forever and you can overcome the pain forever so all all the pain all pain comes from a story that is uninvestigated and viewed only through a past self a past self which means who you were in the past that's your old self is what i like to call it. your old self and then you have a new self okay so all pain comes from a story that is uninvestigated and viewed only through a past self or selfishly viewed selfishly viewed a lot of us when we're telling a story we're not telling a story because we want to impress other people we're telling a story because we're it's it's kind of being selfish okay so you want to understand understand also who do you blame for your problems who do you blame for your problems do i i know i know most people when they have problems they they don't they don't blame themselves most people blame other people they blame someone or something for their problems and that's what i like to call you have two sides of life a cause and effect side the effect side is living on the side of blaming someone or something for the reason why you're at where you're at. The cause side of life, okay, that's the effect side, blaming someone or something for your problems. And then the cause side of life is taking responsibility for your problems. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that the events that has, that have, that has happened in your life they're necessarily your fault. There's a lot of events that we can't control. And there's a lot of events that you can't control that are not your fault. While they may not necessarily be your fault, you are responsible for what you focus on and what, what you choose to focus on and whether you let it go or not. So understand who you blame your problems for. So questions questions determine your focus so what do you blame the other person for if there's somebody that you blame for your problems ask yourself what do you blame the other person for what did they do for you and what did they do that harmed you questions are powerful this is what I see on a lot of forms uh, a lot of forums online like for example I belong to Cora all right, core.com and it's it's a way where I can interact with a lot of people and be you know because I'm so passionate about helping people especially depressed people and I want to see where everybody is at I want to see the type of questions that they're asking on there because it gives me a better idea of where they're at in their life and where they want to go and what exactly they're struggling with so uh, so the only problem with those types of sites by the way is 
you have all these people giving giving them answers and telling them this or that. The only problem with that is the type of advice that they're giving them is not necessarily going to help them. And the reason I say that is because in order to determine your focus and in order to determine to help to help you with your problems, you have to ask questions. Questions determine your focus and you have to ask the right questions and the most powerful questions. The problem with those types of sites online is people just go out and boom, they just give you an answer and tell you what to do or just give you their view. They don't really ask you questions. I understand that's not the point of the site, but questions determine your focus and questions are what matter. Questions are going to bring you from where you're at now to where you want to go and to help you uh, eliminate the pain and to get you out of your situation. Questions are powerful. So again, what do you blame the other person for if you blame someone for? What do you blame them for? And what did they do for you? Or what? I'm sorry, what did they do to you? What did they do to you? And then what did they do that harmed you? And by the way, as I'm going through, uh, there's a lot of questions I'm going to be going over. And I would definitely advise, I uh, recommend to write these down. Because the best way to help yourself is to take these questions, write them down as, as, I'm, as I'm going over these. And then after you're done listening to this, sit down, look at them, and answer them. Answer them for yourself. This is the best way, the best way to really help you to advance. Okay. The important thing you want to remember is perception becomes reality. Or I like to say perception is projection. Everybody has a different perception on things. And whatever your perception is, you're going to project that onto other people. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. It just means whatever your perception is of things. And perception, and you have your beliefs, your meanings, uh, you know, your your decisions. So you have you have all these types of things. Beliefs is huge with perceptions. So perception becomes reality. So you may be telling yourself a story. See, so for example, you may be telling me a story, your perception of it, and it may not be true, but your perception of the story becomes reality. It's reality to you. So any story, any story you tell repeatedly will grow. That is so true. Any story, think about it. You tell yourself the same story every single day. You're, you have the same thoughts that lead to the same choices, that lead to the same behaviors and actions, which create the same experience and produce the same feelings. So all of that, when, when, when it produces all those same things, the story is going to keep growing repeatedly, just grow and grow and grow and grow and get stronger and stronger. And that, that, that is not, it, it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, but it's mostly a bad thing. If the story is not true and the story you're telling yourself is something that is not helping you and you haven't changed, it's a negative thing. So the story you tell repeatedly will grow. The same thoughts, you're making the same choices, everything. A story told over and over is like a seed that will grow and develop. 
of a life of its own. So think about that. Think about the story you're telling yourself and that you tell other people. So any story or memory that you revisit or retell, which a lot of people do, it becomes more and more influential over your future. Okay? So any story that any story or memory that you revisit and retell becomes more and more influential over your future decisions and your experience of life. So ask yourself, is this story something that I want to grow in my life? Do you want to keep telling that same story? Do you want to keep growing that same story each and every week, week after week, month after month, year after year? Do you want to continue to tell that same story over and over and over? Because it's going to grow and grow and grow constantly. And when it grows, it becomes an unconscious pattern. And it's hardwired in your brain like a computer program. And at that point, it's very hard to get rid of because that's how the brain operates. You do something so many times and you, and, and you tell the story so many times over and over and over, boom. It's like a hard, it gets hardwired in your brain like a computer program. And that, that's how the unconscious mind works. So one of the reasons that stories are so powerful is that they are timeless. This is also the danger. Okay, they are completely timeless, which makes it extremely dangerous and which this is probably one of the key things of why it's so hard for people to get out of the story that they're telling themselves and other people or the pain that they're in because they're in a lot of pain. That's huge. So ask yourself, how does it affect your life when you look at the people around you with the eyes of an upset uh, four-year-old? Now I know that I I, I know that's a uh, different question. You're like, what four-year-old? So think about it because that that's that's like a, that's a metaphor, by the way. And so think about it. There's a lot. There's there's a lot of us that have told the same story. We had we had an event, okay? You 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 had an event that happened to you when you were four years old, or happened to you when you were two years old, or whenever when you were a kid, and you continue to tell that same story. Something happened to you. Something affected you negatively, and it stuck with you all the way into adulthood, all the way to the present of right now. So you ask yourself, that event, that problem, you're acting the same way right now as you did when you were four years old, two years old, 10 years old, whatever. You're acting the same way into adulthood. Now, is it appropriate to act the same way as you did back then now that you're an adult? So how does, how does it affect your life? when you look at the people around you with the eyes of an upset four-year-old or 10-year-old or 12-year-old or two-year-old, that event that happened, how does it affect your decisions? How does it affect your relationships? 
Very powerful questions here. Next thing, what is the impact of this story on your life? So the story that you're telling right now, you want to make a change in your life. You may be telling yourself a story that I can't do this, I can't do that, I am this, I am that. I can't move on because of this experience that I had 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So what, what is the impact of this story on your life? And how has it impacted you negatively? So what is the significant core story of your life? Now, what's core story? Very important here. So a core, a core story is a simple story we repeat to ourselves over and over. Explaining why our life is the way it is. So that's like what I said in the beginning. We we continue to we continue to we continue to tell that story over and over and over as to why we can't change, as to why we're this way, as to why this happened or that happened. So that's your core story. So a core story is a simple story that you repeat to yourself over and over, explaining why your life is the way it is. And what you're doing right there is you're reconditioning, you're reconditioning your mind. You're reconditioning your mind and your body. Actually, you're, you're reconditioning your mind. And eventually, when you recondition that mind and rehearse that same story, which you're rehearsing the same thoughts, making the same choices, same behaviors, which lead to the same experience, which lead to the same feelings, emotions. And when you do that over and over and over, it becomes true to you, even though a lot of the times it's not. For most people that I've worked with, they tell this story over and over. It's not true. It's just when you tell yourself that same thing over and over like that, eventually it becomes true to you. So again, a core story is a simple story you repeat to yourself over and over explaining why your life is the way it is. That's got to be exhausting. And again, I can relate because I've been there before. So um, it, it's, uh, trust me, it's, it's very tough. And you have to really ask yourself questions. So like these questions I'm going over. Again, I hope you're writing these down because these questions are very powerful and you need to ask yourself these questions because they're going to help you move forward. So why do you repeat this story over and over? Why do you repeat this story over and over? Now you may, you may be, some, some of you, you may look at that, you might read that question and be like, well, I don't really know. Like, why do I repeat the story over and over? And for a lot of you, 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 you probably won't know. But the reason that you repeat this story over and over is because you do it to meet your needs. You do it to meet your needs. 
So all, all human decisions are driven by six human needs. And I've gone over this before. I've mentioned this quite a bit because these six human needs are actually the driving force of all human behavior. They're the driving force. When you can figure out how to take your needs that you're meeting negatively and learn how to meet them positively in a way that will move you forward where you have control of them because a lot of times when we meet our needs in a negative way we're not in control and you want to be in control when you're meeting your needs so uh all human decisions are driven by six human needs and all of us have to meet these needs every single day i do you do everybody does although we tend to focus on one of the needs as more important than the other now you want all six human needs you want to meet all six human needs because they're going to dramatically change your life it's just like i said a lot of us we tend to focus on one or maybe just two human needs more than all the rest and a lot of times we uh also whatever need that you value the most your life is going to be completely different than someone who values a different need the most so if you value love and connection the most your life is going to be completely different than someone who values certainty as most important so just keep that in mind but the most important thing with that is you want to look at your human needs you want to look at what needs are you meeting and how are you meeting them how are you meeting these needs because these needs again they're the decisions these are the decisions that we make the six human needs are are the driving force of all of your behavior and this has a lot to do with the story that you tell yourself the pain that you're in and when you can shift one of the needs or all the needs that you have we're going to go for you want to go for all the needs that you have in a more empowering way as opposed to a disempowering way you're going to dramatically change and your story is going to flip-flop into this into the story that you should be telling yourself that's true that's going to empower you so which need shows up more often in your life ask that question which need shows up more often in your life and then which need gets the most attention is it certainty that gets the most attention uncertainty love and connection growth contribution uncertainty variety which one gets the most attention how does your core story meet that need so the core story that you have that you're telling yourself over and over and over as to why your life is like the way it is how does your core story meet that need because anytime you are telling a story anybody for that matter they're telling a story you are always meeting a specific need you may be needing you may be meeting one need two needs three needs but how does your core story meet that that uh meet that need there's a specific way that it always will meet that specific need 
always. And what does your core story give you? What does your core story give you? What does it give you? And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little, uh, little side note in here. So the secret to depression, of course, depression is one of the areas I, I help people in. So secret to depression, there's only one way to be depressed and stay depressed. You must focus continuously on yourself and what you're not getting. And the fact of the matter is, that's true because the majority of people who are depressed, they, they do focus on themselves and what they're not getting. What you should be doing is focusing on what you want to get, what you want to get. You want to focus on what you want to get, not what you don't want to get. And also, another secret to depression, number two, is where, where does depression come from? So, depression comes from when your life conditions don't match your blueprint. That's where depression comes from. So, what do I mean by blueprint? Blueprint is where, say you have a nice big blueprint map in front of you and you're like, okay, Everything's planned out. My life should be like this. Uh, I should make this much money. I should have this type of car. I should have this. I should have this. My life should be like this. I should live here, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Like they have a whole blueprint or something mapped out of how their life should be. And when their life doesn't match up to that blueprint, then they're depressed. So depression comes from when, you're, when your life conditions... When your, current, when your current life conditions do not match up to your blueprint. That's where it comes from. And again, I've talked about how it comes from, you know, there's an event that it comes from. You know, and it's also because it doesn't match your blueprint. Like, it doesn't match uh, the way, oh, life shouldn't be like this. Why did this happen? Okay. Anyways, I don't want to get too off track here. The next thing. What emotions have you lived with because of the limitations of that story? This is a really, really good question right here. This is one I really, really like. So what emotions have you lived with because of the limitations of this story? Emotions are so powerful. Emotions are the reason why we do things in life. We do things in life because we, we feel a certain way. Emotions are huge. They're number one. So this is a very important question you want to take your time on and really think about this one. So again, what emotions have you lived with because of the limitations of that story? So ask yourself, what emotions come up when I allow my story to limit me? Ask yourself that question. When emotions come up, what emotions come up when I allow my story to limit me? You want to list all the emotions. List every single emotion. When you, do, when you answer this question, list every single emotion that pops up. Don't, not, not just one. List every single emotion that pops up. So what emotions come up when I allow my story to limit me? In, any, in many painful memories... You remember what you what you need. 
not what the other person needed. So if 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 you blame your story on someone else, okay, remember this. In many painful memories, you remember what you need, but not what the other person needed. You just focused on what you needed, not what they needed. So if you're blaming someone for, for, for that particular thing, what about what they needed? Okay. Now, if you if you blame if you blame your if you blame your story that this event that has happened in your life, you blame someone for it. You have to also understand that they're coming from a place of pain and suffering too. So, for example, to to clarify what I just said, so like I said, in many painful memories, you remember what you need, but not what the other person needed. So, for example. Say, say you're four at, at four years old. You uh, you were craving your father's attention, and you asked your father, "Dad, Dad, come over here, pick me up, hold me." And he didn't. He didn't. And then, till that day that you were four years old, all the way up until adulthood, right now, you still remember that, and that has haunted you till this day. And what happens? is you want to go back and realize okay why what why did he not pick me up what what happened what what um what did he need what was what was he doing what what did he need instead of me i needed to be picked up and hugged but what did he need was he taking care of the family was he working what was you know he was going through some pain too so you could you could play uh you could do effective blaming you know I blame him for me being the type of independent person I am. I blame him for, you know, the uh, the spice that I have in my personality, the way that I am with people. Uh, you know, so you can you want to blame the person for positive things that they actually helped you with. So that that's that that's a little example. So ask yourself. In that memory, what were you expecting and what were you demanding? Were you thinking about the other person's needs? That's important. So again, if you're telling the story over and over and something happened and you blame someone, ask this question. In that memory, that event that has happened to you, what were you expecting and what were you demanding? And were you thinking about the other person's needs also? Remember that in, remember, like I said, in, in order to be depressed, you must focus only on yourself. And ask yourself if your painful story had a different ending, if the person had done what you asked for. So, for example, that example I gave you how if you're four years old, you ask your dad to, Daddy, daddy, come, come hold me, pick me up. You wanted attention. You were craving attention. And, and th this is relating to this question. So if your painful story had a different ending, if the person had done what you asked for, if daddy, daddy, if your dad picked you up, hold you, gave you attention, if he did that when you asked for it, would that have transformed your life? Would your life be different right now? So if you, 
if you got what you wanted from that person, from that person, or you got what you wanted from something, something or someone, would would that have transformed your life if you got what you wanted? Would that have changed? Would it be different? Human beings fixate on a need when it's not met. I can attest to this because I've done this. <laughs> I've done this so much. It's Yeah, it's crazy. So I would fixate on a need if it's not met at all. I would constantly, every single day, think about it. Every single day, I would fixate on that need if it was not met. I would do that constantly until it was met. So human beings fixate on a need when it's not met, which is not necessarily a bad thing because, you know, you, you want to you wanna meet that need, but you want to meet it in an empowering way. So it's okay to fixate on a need when it's not met if it's empowering you, but if it's not empowering you, then that's where it's, it's not a good thing. So if, if the other person had given you, again, what you wanted, how would your entire life have been different? So it's kind of the same question I asked before. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of the same one I asked. So would that, if you got what you wanted, would that have transformed your life? Or how would your entire life be different? How, how would it be different if you got what you wanted? Would it have been different? Would it not have been different? A lot of times when we tell stories, uh, we realize that the truth is that our old, our old story doesn't really make sense. And it is the old, it is a story of your old self. Or in that case of when you were a child, if something happened, it can be the old story uh, a child would tell. And there's a lot of and there's a lot of people that have events happen to them in life and well, that have happened to them when they were very, very young. And again, as I said, it's brought all the way up into adulthood and they'll continue to tell that story like a child as if it was happening right now that's the thing with stories this is see these are the types of things i'm telling you that a lot of professionals or therapists won't tell you things like this okay so maybe they do maybe they don't but what i'm telling you questions i'm, I'm giving you these are very effective and i'm giving you the facts on these things if you really want to bust out of the story and of the pain that you're feeling right now. So realize that the truth is that your old story doesn't really make sense. It's the old story that your it's the old story that your old self would tell. Or like I said, son happened you were a child, it's the old story that your the old story a child would tell. Okay? When you blame someone for something, you give them the power and you disempower yourself. Remember that any time that you blame someone for something, you, you really are giving them the power. You are giving them all the power in the world and you are letting them control your life. You are letting them control your decisions.
And it's the reason why you're stuck. When you blame someone for something, you give them the power and you disempower yourself. Instead, you want to you wanna play effective blaming. And you want to blame them for the good that they did for you. So don't blame them. Don't blame the person for something because in a negative way because you you give them the power and you're you're only disempowering yourself and i've seen this time and time again whenever people blame someone for something they they're not actually dealing with the problem uh in the correct way they're 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 really disempowering themselves so they're just telling themselves another story and as i said we, you need to uh, you need to practice effective blaming so in effective blaming, you still blame the person, but you blame them in a way that makes you more powerful and effective in your life. Very, very key. That's key right there. So why does that story not make sense? Because eventually the story you keep telling yourself don't make sense because it's you're you're holding yourself back you can absolutely change the story you can change the story you tell yourself you've just been telling yourself the same story for so long that it's been hardwired into your brain and that makes it twice as hard to get rid of so instead tell the story from another perspective tell it from another perspective this will give you a different idea of of, oh, okay, well, maybe the story is not what I'm actually telling it to be. Like, maybe the story is not what it's actually made out to be of how I'm telling it. So tell it from a different, tell it from a different, uh, from another perspective. So tell it from the other person's perspective. It's always good to tell from the other person's perspective to put yourself in their shoes. Again, open up your mind to see other things and not just what you're seeing so what's your story what event messed up your life very important questions here who do you blame if you blame someone for the reason why you're telling this story over and over the reason why you're in so much pain who do you blame you blame you blame that person or do you blame something something else not a person what do you blame them for what has the impact been on your life what is the significant core story of your life and what emotions have you lived with because of the story so that that's your old story so those questions there, that's your old story. You want to answer those questions for your old story. Now, you're going to answer questions for your new story. The new story you're going to tell yourself to create a new life. So what is the truth about your life? The real truth. What is your new story? What can you blame the person for now more effectively? What can you blame that person for or what can you blame that thing? You know, like I said, someone, you blame someone or something. So 
when you are in the habit of blaming, you tend to focus on blaming something from the past or someone who is not here. It's easy, it's easy to blame someone when they're, when they're not present. It's easy to play the blame game. But when they're present, nah, that's a different story. Okay? So again, when you're in the habit of blaming, you tend to focus on blaming something from the past. And that's also another reason why we get stuck in the past. Because we keep going into the past. We keep talking about the past because we experience the same thoughts, as I said, which lead to the same choices, same behaviors, same experience, same feelings. If you're going to blame the person for everything negative they have done, you might as well blame you might as well blame them for everything positive that they've done as well. Because again, you you may right now you may not see any positive that they've done for you, but they have, trust me. For example, if, if the person that you blame for the reason why you're, you're uh, in the situation you're in, if they're a loved one, I'm sure you can definitely blame them for positive things. So remember that. Here's the thing. When you practice effective blaming, it is more balanced using both positive and negative. So when you effectively blame... You can use both positive and negative, and it's going to help you. And what you want to do is, when you blame, you don't want to say it. You don't want to say it silently. That's what a lot of depressed people do when, when, when they're talking to themselves. They say things silently. You want to say it out loud. You want to, and you don't just want to say it out loud. You want to say it in the voice, in the tone of voice that you would say it if you said it to yourself silently. You want to say it out loud the same way. And the same thing here when you're, if you're blaming someone or something for something, um, say it out loud because saying it out loud creates a change in your nervous system rather than just thinking it. Okay. Or using your body, boom, using your physiology, now, using your physiology, you know, emotion is created by motion. Okay. Mo you know, energy and motion. When you use your body and you move your body, it creates insane change a physiology is huge so anytime you're blaming say it out loud it creates a change in your nervous system boom rather than just thinking it and blame the person blame the person or that thing for good qualities that you enjoy about yourself or your life so what's beautiful in your life now and why? And when you've gone through this process, now that you blame the other person, the other person or something, it's time to look at things another way. You have to look at it from a different perspective now. Because the other person has suffered too. We all suffer. We all, we all suffer in some way. Um, we just do. Think of it this way. They might have suffered to bring the things you appreciate as well as the things you failed to appreciate before now. You want to see the story from the other side. Did the person or that thing know that you needed the, or well, th this relates to just the person. Did the person know that you needed them so much?
did they know that you would hold on to this story for your entire life? Okay, they may they may not have known that stuff, and the fact of the matter is, they probably they don't know that stuff because you know pe people aren't really mind readers. So the biggest thing is they they didn't know that stuff. So did the other person have a different perspective? They have a different perspective, uh, cultural limitations, struggles, difficulties in their situation. What was their dream? What were they trying to accomplish or make better? Seeing the other persons, seeing the other person, you know, asking these questions, seeing it from their perspective through their lens is really different. It opens your eyes up. So when you judge and blame the other person, you have, you have blocked out their perspective and experience. And that's the thing. Uh, I've done that. Again, I'm human. Okay, I'm human. It, so, it, I mean, obviously, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I definitely learned, you know, obviously, I'm a coach. I learned all this stuff. So, you know, obviously, yeah. Uh, I don't do that anymore, but again, I've had my experiences in life just like we all do. We're all human, and we all live and learn. We make mistakes. So, you know, there, there's times I've definitely done this one. So if you've done this, you're not alone. But just remember, when you judge and blame the other person, you, you have blocked out their perspective and experience. There's always two sides. Why did they do what they did? What were their needs, their responsibilities, their feelings? What are, what are they feeling today? Do you even know? Chances are you probably don't. So when you decide to blame consciously, it doesn't just affect you. It affects everyone around you. Your story of blame gave all the power to the other person. Now you're making a conscious choice. The biggest thing is this whole thing, this whole story you're telling is an unconscious pattern. It's been stored at the unconscious level and hardwired, like I said, like a computer program that it's so hard to get that unstuck. So now doing these things that I'm going over, it's helping you become aware. Awareness is huge. You got to become aware and it's helping you create, create awareness and become consciously aware of it consciously aware of it once you become consciously aware of something once you become consciously aware of your story consciously aware of the problems that you're having that's when you're able to take the steps to move forward with your life and to able to eliminate the situation becoming consciously aware have you blamed the other person enough what more can you blame them for if there is anything more What's the most important person you can blame? Who is the most important person you can blame? So now that you understand that your story doesn't make sense, and you understand it from another perspective, you need to understand this intellectual... We, I'm sorry, we, we, need, we, need, we need to understand this intellectual intellectually. But it's now time to actually do something to make sure that no limiting story or negative memory over uh, ever controls you, okay? 
So when you have a behavior, a belief, or a story that you don't want to keep repeating in your life, you can do you can do what uh you can do a scramble pattern, okay? So in a scramble pattern, instead of repeating an old story unconsciously, you mix it up to make it a new story by changing it and even making it ridiculous. So research actually proves that every time you revisit a memory, you modify it. So every time you scramble a memory that has too much control over you, you give yourself more power, choice, and freedom. And this is true because it's true because every time you do in a scramble pattern, instead of repeating an old story unconsciously, you mix it up to make it a new story by changing it and even uh, making it ridiculous. But again, like I said, uh, you modify it. Every time that you revisit a memory, you modify it. I see this all the time, all the time in people. And it there's not one time, I don't think, where they have not modified it. They always modify it. There's a lot of people that do that. They'll modify it. They'll make it ridiculous. They'll, they'll switch things up. They'll tell one story one time, and then the second time, they'll tell a completely different story, and they'll switch things up and modify this or this, and, you know, that wasn't in there before. So, yeah. So, right now, what I want you to do is I want, I want you to scramble the pattern right now. Scramble the pattern now. So here's what I want you to do. Play back the memory in your mind's eye. Like a movie. Play it back like a movie. So that you can see it happening. So that's the first step. So play it back like a movie. I want you to play it back like a movie. So that you can see it happening. Now scramble that memory. Play the memory back again. But this time... Play it in black and white. Play it back again. Play it in black and white. Play this story back again, but this time in fast forward. So play it back. Fast forward. What you're doing is you're freeing yourself from this memory. Now what I want you to do is repeat the story in a voice of a country western singer singing a sad song. So think of a country western singer. Repeat the story in a voice of a country western singer singing a bad song. A sad song. Now play it. Play it back in the voice of a rapper. Let's do this again. Let's scramble the pattern now. Play back the memory in your mind's eye. Like a movie. Focus. So that you can see it happening.
Now scramble that memory. Play the memory back again. But this time, play it in black and white. Play it in black and white. Play the story back again. This time, fast forward. Okay, I want you to see the event happening right now. Played in black and white. Now fast forward it. Played in black and white. Now fast forward it. So as you keep doing this, eventually the memory will erase. So the more times you revisit this memory, modifying it in ridiculous and silly ways, kind of like what I said, the Western singer or doing the Western singer and playing a sad song and then doing it as a rapper. Okay. The more times you revisit this memory and modify it like that in ridiculous ways and silly ways, the more you free yourself from this memory or story. This is something you can do every day with any memory or story that is getting in the way of your progress or happiness. Anything, any story that's really affecting you in your life, really affecting you from moving forward, you can do this strategy. You can scramble the pattern over and over. Okay, this pattern is also used for phobias. Playing this like a movie, like the events happening, played in black and white, fast forward. Playing in, this is used for phobias too. There's a couple more steps for the phobia, but this that's pretty much the you know the gist of uh, doing it for phobias. So, so I hope that I hope I hope that uh, pattern really helps you do the pattern over and over and over. So a couple closing notes here. So I want you to remember, reconnect to the other person in a loving way, emphasizing how important it is for the next generation, okay? It's very, very important to do that. Again, don't live your life in a story of blame where you have no control. As I said before, you need to have control. When you are not in control, you're disempowering yourself. And when you blame other people, you're disempowering yourself. And when you blame other people, you don't have control. That's something that's out of your control, much like how a lot of us focus on the external environment to try to create change, which it doesn't happen because that's something that's out of our control and it always will be out of our control. We don't have control of those things. So to focus on things we don't have control over, it's just not worth it. And, and plain and simple, when you do focus on things that you don't have control over, you just, you're not going to be able to have control over that. So it's just not going to work. If you're going to blame, blame consciously. With control, as I just said. With feeling and with the heart and mind of the person you are today. So when you're blaming, blame with the heart. 
your mind comes into play, but don't always use the mind. Your heart, your heart is a go-to. Your heart is the go-to. That tells everything in any situation, any problem that you're having. And if you're blaming someone, remember to blame. Remember to blame them. Not only for the things you didn't get, which disappointed you, but also blame them for the way that they have enabled you to grow because they have. They have enabled you to grow in certain ways. And for the lessons they've taught you. Even if they are accident, accidental lessons that have guided you along the way. By choosing who to blame and what to blame them for while appreciating the positives and negatives, you will develop greater power over your past and the ability to choose your future. And again, this, this is either blaming someone or if you're blaming something. You know, it's a little different context if you're blaming something instead of someone, but you get the gist. That wraps up today's uh, podcast. I hope you really enjoyed that. Again, the story is so important. You change your story, you change your life. And a lot of us, especially with with depression and actually a lot of other mental illnesses and problems that you go through in your life, you, you tend to you tend to tell the same story over and over as to why you can't do something. And again, a lot of it is belief. The as I said, beliefs will create or destroy your life. And if you and if you can't get out of that limiting belief and eliminate that story and create a more empowering story that actually serves you, then it's going to be very hard for you to move forward. But you got to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. And all the questions I went over, take the time to answer those questions. If you and if if you missed any of the questions, please message me and uh, I'll I'll definitely give you the questions. I can write them down, email them to you. If you missed any of the questions I went over because those questions are important and these those questions will definitely help you. So again, you change your story, you change your life. Cuz the story that we tell ourselves all the time is the thing that holds you back make sure the story is empowering we gotta make sure we're not telling ourselves a story that was from years ago because a lot because a lot of the times you're telling yourself a story that happened years ago and you want to make sure that the story is actually serves a purpose right now in your life and a lot of the times if this story happened in the past right now it's not it's not serving a purpose it's only making things worse so go over the questions that I went over that I went over with you and answer those. Really think about them and, and answer them consciously. And really be aware of, of, of what you're doing with those questions and be honest with yourself. Always be truthful and honest because that will answer those questions the way that they should be. And then you'll be ready to rock and roll and you'll be ready to eliminate that old story, your old self. And become your new self. New life. New creation. God bless you. Have a good day.